Hello, 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 and welcome to a special episode of the Win Daily Sports Show. My name is Michael Brazil. I got the soccer boys here with me. I got Rich Bassana. I got Austin Harmon, and we are breaking down the Champions League. UCL is back. We have another, what, it's about four straight weeks of Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Just a lot of great soccer for the round of 16. Very excited for it. Make sure if you haven't already, follow us at Wind Daily Sports. Follow Rich at JFan303, Austin at AustinHar17, me at MichaelRazil1, and get into that chat, guys. What are you doing? WindDailySports.com backslash chat. You get to ask Rich and Austin all the questions you want about soccer and hockey. And you can go over and talk to the NBA guys as well. Rich, how are you doing today, buddy? Not bad. Yourself? It's a good day to be alive, sir. Happy President's Day, I guess. I don't know if we like wish each other that. Austin, how are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic. How are you, Michael? It's Damn, dude. It is such a good day to be alive. It does not get any better than this. We got sports on all day. We got awesome soccer coming up. This is the soccer I actually like to pay attention to, too. So it's going to be a lot of fun. And as I said, it is the UCL. We are back. We're going to be here probably with you for the next 25, 30 minutes, breaking down what you're going to be seeing in this round of 16. But Rich, if you don't mind, bring us back up to speed. We haven't seen the Champions League in, I don't know, it feels like months at this point, but this entire year, everything has felt like, you know, an eternity. Talk to us a little bit. What did we miss? What are we looking at? And what are we getting excited for for this round of 16? Uh, so, as you hit the round of 16, as you can imagine, we're down to 16 teams from the original 32. Um, believe that Porto is the only one uh, not from the major top five leagues. Um, you know, I'd, I'd have to go and look at exactly how many teams from each one. Uh, but none of, EPL and offhand has three teams because Manchester United got eliminated. Um, the Bundesliga, I believe, is three. We got Leipzig, Dortmund, Bayern, and Gladbach, actually. So, they're up to four. They got four through. I think uh, La Liga got four through. Uh, we got Sevilla, Atletico Madrid, Real Madrid, and Barcelona. Um, France only got one, you know, PSG. You know, we always shit on that French league. You know, so, uh, you know, they're not necessarily the best of the top five leagues. Um, and then uh, well, we got Italy. Um, you know, I believe, let's see, we got at least three. Got Adam, Austin, how many we got Italy? Uh, it's going to be three. We got Lazio, Atalanta, and then Juventus. Yeah, yeah, because Inter Milan went down. Okay, cool. So, you know, it's a lot of teams that we see with some regularity now. Um, you know, obviously some of the better teams, you know, um, expect that expected to go through. Um, but it's pretty exciting. Um, you know, Bayern comes in, you know, still, I would say, the consensus favorite amongst most, you know, due to their dominance last year, although um, DraftKings and FanDuel Sportsbook may disagree. They're already giving that uh, honor to Man City, you know, and and to be honest, Man- Manchester City, uh, they've been exceptional as of late. I believe it's 23 unbeaten now. Um, their defense is the best in the world. They're just getting clean sheet game after game. So it really seems like uh, we have a top tier between Bayern Munich and Manchester City, um, you know, but we'll see who, who sort of can get on a run and, you know, sort of catch fire, you know, as we progress. That is true. Just like most playoffs, it's whoever's the hottest team playing the best at that time. doesn't matter what you did during the season. You got there and you can run forward. As you can see, I'm wearing a giant sweatshirt. I went through that a couple times. It was pretty great. And, and Austin, in terms of, you know, the UCL and everything that we're getting excited to see. So we have the round of 16. So we're going to have two games Tuesday and Wednesday for the next four weeks, if I'm not mistaken. And then we get down to the quarterfinals. What are some of the things that you look at in terms of DFS without, you know, breaking down every single one of these games? We're going to see the same teams play each other the next few weeks. So that's really what we're going to get in terms of DFS. What are the kinds of things that you look for on just any random two game slate that we're going to be getting over the next couple of weeks? Uh, so for a two game slate, like 
I think tomorrow, just in general, I'm gonna, I'll, I'll keep it brief. Yep. Uh, tomorrow was Barcelona, PSG, Leipzig, Liverpool. Um, up until the last couple of games, Liverpool hasn't really been scoring that much. Um, so I'm going to lean towards the more high-scoring game in general, uh, with the exception of like when Man- Manchester City play, and you know that they're going to be probably a decent favorite against Borussia Mönchengladbach. Uh, when Bayern Munich plays, you know that they're probably going to be a decent favorite over, I believe it's Lazio. Um, so aside from stacking the favorite teams, I'm looking more towards these high-paced games where goals are going to be flying in and just finding those forwards and the value plays from those because that's what I think is going to make sure that everybody cashes. Yes, scoring goals obviously helps, but that's not the only thing about DFS soccer, and that's why we have Rich, and that's why we have Austin because they're teaching people literally on a daily basis. who are just like, how do I play this? You guys explain it to them and then they go out and cash. So that is something we always like to see. And, and rich in terms of the betting side, I know you love, uh, you give us your best bets usually to score goals. And I think I had soccer twice in the last couple of weeks from Arsenal that, uh, that made me a couple dollars. So I appreciate you there, buddy. But in terms of the betting side, I mean, especially looking at the games we have coming up, we have all the lines to the first leg of this round of 16. There aren't any insane favorites as we usually see. I think right now, Man City minus 240. I think just in a regular old EPL game, they're like minus 330, minus 350. So they're really, it's it's like the, the, the heavy heaviness of these soccer games aren't quite as what we've seen. How do you like to go about the betting of sides, of spreads, of these of these types of games when we know there's these are literally the 16 best teams in the entire world playing right now? Uh, so, you know, I, th- I think a 1.5 spread, you know, I, I saw this uh, carryover on the, the Mike and Mike segment. Are you guys calling nice. it? Nice. I don't know. We're It's copyright, but we're thinking about but, it. But uh, in regards to the 1.5 in hockey, I mean, in soccer, you know, definitely a two-goal spread. I think, you know, if you wanted the same similar odds, you could shoot for that. Um, most of these games tend to be rather close. You know, you don't have, you know, when something happens like a Bayern Munich, you know, beats Barcelona A2, it's more an exception to the rule than anything else. You know, I think that was actually a record for, um, you know, this stage of the game, you know, in terms of, uh, you know, a score. But, yeah, I think, you, you know, these games are getting close. So, you you if you, if they're going to give you really heavy odds on a favorite, you know, I would take, you know, the underdog just to keep it within like a goal or two, you know, because chances are a lot of times, you know, especially when you get to the second leg, you know, if a team's up two goals, they might sort of scale it back. So I, so I could see Man City just playing possession and, you know, just basically keeping the ball and trying to just, you know, run out the clock a little bit. Um, so from a spread aspect, I do that. But as you did mention, um, you know, I have shifted for more money lines, um, you know, and that's sort of good bets to the goal scoring bets. Because I think sometimes we just get these wacky odds on drafting sportsbook where, you know, these players get hot like a Saka and like literally this guy's like the best player on his team. You know, on, on Fandle and DraftKings, he's like the highest priced player. And yet he has, you know, half the goal odds, uh, you know, on drafting sports thing of some of his teammates. So pretty crazy. Um, you know, I did a similar bet with Osmani Dembele, uh, you know, for this game, for the Barcelona game for us. Yeah, Barcelona's a favorite there. I think plus 100, the biggest favorite tomorrow. And yet of any forwards on any team, you know, he's one of the three forwards here for Barcelona. I think he has by far the lowest goal scoring odds. So. We'll take advantage of it, man. I'm going to keep telling you, you've done, you and Austin have both done very well for me in terms of soccer. I told all my friends it's the easiest sport to bet on. Little do they know I have people like you behind me that are giving me the correct plays. So makes me look super smart. Um, so I appreciate you guys for that. Uh, no no credit necessary. I'll just thank you guys. I hope that's cool with you. Um, and Rich, you bring up a really good point. So Austin, I want to shift it back to you for a second. So here in America, 
I don't know. Maybe it's the American in me. I want to see three games because I want all three of them to end. And I want to see a two to one. I want to see one team beat another team two times out of three. think it's pretty simple. We see it in baseball. We usually see uh, best of five, best of seven, whatever it is. Soccer, we're not going to get that. We have a first leg. We have a second leg. Then we have to deal with this thing called aggregate. Then we have to deal with the way goals. Can you just explain to me how the hell this is going to work in case we have one game that's two to two and another game that's one to one? And, and how the how the hell are we going to figure this out? Who wins? Explain that to me, please. So it, in that specific instance, let's say it is two two and one one. Uh, it would actually go to the team that scored the two goals in the in the away as the away team in that leg, because they would have the most away goals. Um, so basing down, br- breaking down the aggregate, 3-2, you know who wins. It's that's, that's the easy way to look at it. But then it goes by most away goals. And then if the away goals are tied, then that is when it would go into extra time and shootout if pending. Um, and then, so so on, on top of that, on top of that, so does that mean that that first game is going to be slightly more competitive? Understanding one of these teams is really looking, is considering that away team is really trying to put the pedal to the metal. Uh, say tomorrow, I think, again, let's just use just some, um, we have uh, Leipzig and Liverpool. I think Leipzig is the home team, correct? So correct. Liverpool wants to try and score as many possible goals on the road. So in terms of DFS, in terms of betting, do you do we how much into account do we really take that versus just the straight up, hey, neutral field, who would you rather play? Uh, and this year's obviously going to be a lot different than normal years as we're not going to see fans, um, I believe, anywhere. Um, but it's Europe. I wouldn't be surprised. No, I mean, normally it's not Florida. I can definitely say that. <laughs> normally, we're looking at those home teams to play a more defensive game, kind of feel out the game for the first like half or so. Um, obviously these games are going to be very evenly matched based on the matchups that have been drawn. Um, but you will see some chances being taken, uh, Liverpool, especially, you know, how Jurgen Klopp is. He's, he's not been, that team has not been very great as of late, but they kind of found their form last game. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised. Say that again. That's one way to put it. (laughs) They finally got back to scoring a few goals. I mean, after we've seen how many points dropped in the EPL, I mean, they're practically out of it. Uh, I think Manchester City is kind of running away with that at this point. But, no, um, I definitely think that we can see some a, a couple chances from these away teams. Uh, not going to overdo it, though, because you don't want to dig yourself too big of a hole going in. If you're down 2-0 going home and you're already pushing – for two goals as is one away goal means you need now four goals uh, to take that in. So you don't want to do too much, but Jurgen Klopp's the kind of manager that he might take a chance or two like that. Um, and PSG, I mean, you're down, you're down two big stars. How many chances can you afford to take? I mean, I don't know if they're going to be healthy within the next month, but take, take, them, take them when they come. Yes, exactly. Take them when they come. That's the only thing we really can do. I guess let's get to to breaking it down then, Rich. What are you, what are you looking for? And, and Austin, we'll get to you and, and see how you feel about it as well. But who do you see as the, the eight teams coming out of this round of 16 to get to that quarterfinal? All right, starting with tomorrow. Um, so, you know, I think PSG, you know, everything looked up maybe six months ago. You know, this is a team that ascended to a Champions League final, had won, you know, their domestic league something like seven years in a row. 
And it's just really unfortunate timing for them to be out Neymar and Angel Di Maria and just be, you know, the coach, the power coach got fired. Now he's the Chelsea coach, Thomas Tuchel. Um, so we now have Mauricio Pagentino, the former Tottenham coach in there. So I don't know if he could conjure up some of the Champions League magic he had a couple of years ago. But uh, a Tottenham team that I say very surprising. I'm not going to call them a poor team, but I say it's surprising they made it as far as they did. Um, so, you know, we'll see who conjure up. I see Barcelona probably getting through, assuming that Neymar doesn't return for like a second leg. Um, you know, I think if they were to get healthy and everything, that would change the whole game. Um, you know, Barcelona would really have to come out, you know, go ahead or two ahead tomorrow, um, you know, and, and have that advantage going in. Um, but assuming they don't return that this is, you know, some prolonged health issue for him, um, you know, I will give it to Barcelona. Um, ugh, this next one. You know, I, I don't think Leipzig is going to win the Champions League. I do think they have a shot here just based on how poor um, Liverpool has been. I mean, you know, you can't understate it enough. They've looked awful against some of the worst EPL teams. You know, you really can't trust them versus anyone nowadays. Uh, yeah, teams like Southampton and Newcastle, you know, come out of there celebrating. So, um, But, you know, I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. I'll say over two legs. Um, they emerge. On to tomorrow's game. Um, really interesting one, Dortmund and Sevilla. Um, you know, I was sort of surprised going back over the, the recent stats, you know, just how poor Dortmund's been. Um, Holland, um, you know, our favorite, you know, Norwegian star striker, you know, he is back. He was injured for, you know, a couple months. Um, so they are fully healthy, um, but they've still been struggling a little bit. You know, I, I still think highly this Dortmund team, but this Sevilla team's been in awesome form. I think they've only conceded one goal in their last nine games. Um, they basically assured themselves a Champions League spot there in La Liga. There's something like seven points up on the fourth spot. Um, so, you know, top four in La Liga will get a Champions League spot next year. So they're really rolling. Um, they play great defense. Um, so, you know, if it comes down to current form, I probably have to go Sevilla, the upset here. Um, so, let's see. And who, who else do we have tomorrow again? Uh, Juventus and FC Porto. So, you know, I mean, Juventus just gets lucky. You know, I thought this this team, you know, is a team that I always think ready to get picked off like the round of 16. And they do have some injuries. Juan Cuadrado is out. Uh, Paula Dabala is out. Um, you know, I forget. There's a couple other, you know, key injuries there. Um, but they're facing like the worst team left. You know, Porto is the only team from, you know, the non-major leagues from the Portuguese league. Um, I forget the exact name, you know, in Portu Portuguese of the league. But nonetheless, um, you know, I think they're just getting very lucky. And, you know, we'll get a Ronaldo goal and, you know, Alvaro Morata, he's been very good. So we'll see what they can do. But they should advance, although they're – Juventus, I think they're a target to get knocked out um, in next round. You know, I think we could skip over Bayern and Man City. Yeah, that was, those are easy. You know, they're not going to lose it. You know, I would have thought maybe differently a couple months ago about the Man City-Gladbach game. Um, but just based on how Man City looks now, um, you know, Gladbach has no chance. Um, so Real Madrid-Atalanta, that's a really good one. Um, you know, Austin was talking about, you know, we need to target the high-scoring matchups. To be honest, a lot of these are defensive battles. There's very little offense, uh, you know, a lot of these teams. But that might be one where we do get some goals. Um, so that's one we want to circle on our DFS radar. Although I'll give it to Real Madrid. Um, you know, I think they've rebounded a little bit recently. Um, you know, that could go either way, but, you know, I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. And then what is our final matchup? Uh, Chelsea. Christian Pulisic. Oh, Atletico. Okay. Yeah, Atletico has had an awesome season. Um, you know, last I checked, they were just absolutely curb-stomping La Liga. I don't know when the last time they won the title was, but – 
I mean, this is just a team, you know, it's a system team, you know, basically they play defense, they counterattack, they, they know who they are. They have a sense of belief, um, you know, and this Chelsea team's just like lost. They switch co- coaches, you know, the lineups now, they're always different. Um, other than Mason Mount, you know, I don't know who we can really rely on there. Um, so I'm going to go with Atletico there. I love it. Austin, how do you feel? Is, do you have any um, differences? Maybe Rania is going to be coming out? From, so uh, the one thing that I, I – and I actually just pulled up our initial Champions League prediction. Mm. I went 15 of 16 on advancing. All right. The, the one that was different that I, I thought super highly of was um, Porto. I had them finishing second in the group. And they advance, and I think they are going to give Juventus a tough game. And like Rich said, there is going to be a lot of uh, injuries on that Juventus side that is definitely worrisome. Uh, but Porto is a team that keeps it close regardless. Um, they, I mean, they played Man City, and that was really their only game that they kind of got blown out. I think it was like three nil. Um, but out of all those, out of all those teams, I got like we said, Man City, Bayern, just move them through. Uh, I'm going to take Atletico over over the two games over Chelsea. Chelsea is in good form under the new manager. Another two 0 win today. Um, surprising that they're playing Kepa, um, but always appreciate a nice value play on on Fanduel for five dollars. Um, Liverpool, I do agree with Rich, is going to sneak through in this one. Barcelona, I'm going to I have them going through, and then I have lost way too much money betting on Borussia Dortmund lately. Uh, their defensive record as of late has been terrible. The one thing that I will say, though, is they are scoring goals. They just keep getting disallowed. <laughs> uh, I've, I've seen way too many games where they're giving up or scoring three, four goals, and they're getting disallowed, offsides, offsides, Holland, uh, Giorena, just disallowed goals left and right. And uh, I think, like Rich had mentioned, Atalanta, Real Madrid is going to be high scoring. Uh, Real Madrid is in form now. Kareem Benzema has been absolutely red hot. Um, but I'm going to take out Atlanta in that one and roll that out. Um, but I think the most intriguing one is definitely obviously going to be the Barcelona-PSG matchup. Uh, if Barcelona can come out tomorrow and put together a commanding lead, uh, we might not even see Neymar anyways. But if it's 3-4-0 tomorrow, which – Unlikely, even given the injuries, but we probably won't see him in the return leg. Now, if, if PSG can keep that game 1-1, even if Neymar is 75%, we're probably going to see him in that second leg, and then that's going to turn some turn some heads for that game. So should be an interesting eight games. And some additional drama regarding that game, um, it's actually a rematch of a 2017 Champions League two-leg bout between these two teams, where I believe it was the statistically the biggest comeback ever. Um, you know, PSG had been leading four to nothing, and then Barcelona came back to win six five. There's a lot of history. At that time, Neymar was actually on the Barcelona side, um, but you know, I think this is you know it's the biggest matchup, as Austin said by far, because I think it really defines the future of where these teams go. You know, for PSG, you know everything looked up, and now you know, I mean, an exit here. Who knows the future of Neymar? You know, Mbappe. All those guys have been rumored for a long time. You know, I mean, they could end up somewhere else. As for Messi, we know the situation there. Um, you know, I would think, how do you not go to Man City? I mean, it just seemed, you know, he probably watched the Super Bowl. He saw Tom Brady, said, you know, I just need a better team behind me, and I could do anything. And, you know, with that defense, 
you know, it just makes, I mean, he would be his former coach in Pep Guardiola, Guardiola, you know, basic on the sidelines. I mean, it just makes so much sense. Um, so, I mean, I think this is the last ride, you know, at Barcelona, at the camp now for Messi, um, you know, and who, who knows, you know, let's see what he can do. Um, but they got a gift, you know, in all those injuries from PSG. It, it should be fun. I mean, PSG, Barcelona, again, these are some of the biggest teams in the entire world. Even if you don't pay that much attention to soccer, I'm sure you know some of these names in Champions League. I mean, this is... This is the, I watched this and the World Cup. I'll be totally honest with you guys. I mean, there's other things that I I literally bet on soccer probably 10 times more than I watch it. And if there's a game that I'm betting on that's on ESPN Plus, I'll throw it on in the background, which is perfect. But it's uh, I, I pay attention to you guys. I read the articles. I do what you tell me to do. And my bankroll has grown for it. So I appreciate it. And yeah, I'm 100% on the Messi to Man City train. I think that would be A, hilarious and B, awesome all in one. I think it would be absolutely fantastic. Those oil money, that blood money, whatever you want to call it, they're going to just give him all the money in the world. He's going to ride off onto the sunset with an absolutely stacked team, hopefully win a couple more Champions Leagues. But as we know, he will lose with Argentina in the World Cup. It's just, it's poetic at this point. It's absolutely poetic and we love it. So guys, this is absolutely fantastic. Be on the lookout. Rich and Austin are going to be having every one of these slates covered every single Tuesday and Wednesday. Rich already has. If you're listening to this, we're recording this on the 15th. The article for the 16th is out, so I will make sure to link that down in the description so you can go check that out. Make sure to pay attention, guys, because these guys, Rich and Austin, have been crushing it all year, have been crushing it since I've met them, essentially, over a year ago now. So, Rich, where can everyone find you online in case they have some questions or, or want to talk a little extra soccer with you? On Twitter, JFan303, and on Discord. Yes, windailysports.com backslash chat. Seven free days in the expert chat. Austin, how about you, buddy? I'll be on Twitter at AustinR17, and I'll always be helping out in the Discord. And I do want to make one side note. This Ooh. is something we don't see very often. We do have an EPL slate on Wednesday as well as a UCL slate. So I'll have two articles up uh, for that. We'll get it all covered, and let's make some money this week, guys. Rock and roll. Let's make some money this week, next week, the week after that. I want all of them. And then as I, as I did last year when – um, Bayern is in the championship game. I'm going to put my entire bankroll on him and you know, Hey, I'll double up. Austin had a bowl call earlier. Porto. Yeah. I'll put a couple bucks on that. That's fine. I don't care. There's always someone that always sneaks through. There's always a, you know, Cinderella story. So why not? I, I don't know though, with the, the money that's being lost because of no fans, they want Cristiano Ronaldo in there as long as possible. We all know. The refs might, you know, there might be one of those questionable <laughs> penalties. Like I think someone touched, you yeah. know, if, if there's a sport that's fixed, I think we all can agree it's soccer and boxing, but definitely, definitely soccer. To qualify for the next round, FC Porto plus 340. I'm in. That's five bucks. Fun. That's five bucks. Awesome. For Rich, for Austin, for everybody over here at Wind Daily Sports, we appreciate each and every one of you and hope you make it a very profitable Champions League round of 16, everybody. See you later. Take care, guys. <laughs>